and welcome to today's episode of the Doing Good Podcast. So Linda has lived a life of beauty, happiness, and family, yet unfortunately several of her loved ones have passed away. Today she uses her personal experiences to walk others through their grief with a loving heart and a hand to hold through Roberta's house in Baltimore, Maryland. We are thrilled to be able to interview Celinda Smith, who is a volunteer with Roberta's House. As we begin, Celinda, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're comfortable sharing, and then we'll get into your volunteerism. Hello, everyone. My name is Celinda Smith. I'm currently the mother of five wonderful children, as well as eight wonderful grandchildren, a minister. I belong to New Start Church. That's here in Baltimore, Maryland. My grandchildren actually range from ages 16 years old. My oldest granddaughter just celebrated her 16th birthday. My children, they range from 29 to 35 years of age. That's quite a large family. Yes, thank you. For sure, yes. (laughs) And, And I can't imagine juggling all of that as a pastor. You must have limitless ability, broad shoulders to carry all of that. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a minister. You're not? Not a pastor. Would you explain to those of us who don't know, like me, what the difference is? Well, in my church, we have our pastor and we have two elders. Before I came to the church that I am now, I was already a licensed minister. So I just carried it over to the church. But at my church, we don't operate off of titles. Our two main focuses of my church is being disciples that make disciples, that make disciples and evangelism. We don't operate on a lot of titles and things like that. We're happy. We're thrilled to be able to celebrate you and your volunteerism today. As the listeners might know by now, I am able to see you as we're doing this interview. And I see a shirt that you're wearing that represents your volunteerism. So will you tell us a little bit about what you do and who you, uh, what nonprofits you do this with? Currently, I'm a volunteer with the Roberta's House, which is located in Baltimore, Maryland. The Roberta House is actually a grief program and it caters for children and adults who are going through the grief process. At the Roberta House, I do whatever is needed of me. But just to name some things that I have done at the Roberta House, I have worked in the reception area. I have worked with family support groups. I have um, helped with Christmas parties, holiday concerts. I participated in the groundbreaking ceremony that they had because they just opened up a beautiful state-of-the-art building. I participate in counseling, facilitating for kiddos, middles, and teens. They are the children. I was a counselor. I served Camp Earn physically at the camp and last year virtually because we weren't able to go into the camp. It was a power-packed weekend from start to finish. We had grief walks, devotion times. We had ice cream social, summer parties, hiking. The children had a talent show. We had 
the briefing sessions, swimming sessions. They had arts and crafts. We participate in graduation ceremonies. They have DJs from time to time. Uh, one of my favorites is the closing exercise that I volunteer with. And during that time, at the end of the eight or 10 week session, the children, as well as the parents, what they do is make memory pillows and they have a closeout ceremony. And during this time, they get to explain what their special person meant to them. And it's really wonderful. I'm hearing your volunteerism is for all ages of people who are dealing with grief. Would you tell me more about Roberta's house and who they serve? Maybe is it a certain age range or a certain geography? The Roberta house have different geographical locations. I know that they have the main facility here in Baltimore City. I know they service Prince George's County. They're, they are school-based, so they operate in a lot of, of the schools here in Baltimore City. They uh, have different groups. They, they facilitate to adults. They facilitate to teens. They have program for teams called Changing the Game. They focus on middles. We call them the middles. They have the children that are right underneath the teens and kiddos, starting at age five. I love that phrase, kiddos. Very sweet. Well, obviously, Roberta's house does a tremendous, carries out a tremendous effort in serving its community. And obviously, you have volunteered and given of yourself quite a lot through Roberta's house. It sounds like in order to have done all that, it has to have been for a number of years. Is that right? Yes, two going on three years. Oh, much shorter than I expected. They have the saying that you tend to get more than you give because clearly you've given quite a lot. But could you tell me a little bit about what you get by volunteering? What I get from volunteering, now my story is a little more different because when I wake up in the morning, my motto is, what can I do to help someone else? So it's not about me and what I can get. It's all and what can I give? What can I bring to the table? One thing I love about the Roberta House is I have always had a passion to help people. So at the Roberta House, this gives me a great chance to help people because I have a real love for people and even a greater passion to help people. So the Roberta House lets you be you. You can share what you're going through. And a lot of volunteers of the Roberta House actually have suffered great loss as well. So not only are you going to the Roberta House to help those who have suffered loss, you're actually helping yourself in the process of helping others. And that's one of the great things that I love about the Roberta House. Your passion is clear. I can hear it through the airwaves. Um, Can you share a story of when you were volunteering and serving others that touched your heart in one way or another? What touched my heart most when I was volunteering 
was when we got to the end of the eight-week session that I was volunteering in. And the Roberta House has a ceremony. And at the ceremony, the family approaches the table. They have the table set up with memorable trinkets for the family. And while the family is up there, they get to share what they missed about their loved one the most. And I thought that was one of the most awesome things that I have ever experienced in my life. Because a lot of times when we see our participants come in, you know, they're broken, they're hurting, they're going through. But by the middle of the session, you can see them warming up to us. And by the end of the session, they have completely opened up and they're sharing and they're feeling better. And they have a sense of peace that they didn't have when they came in. And one of the things I love about the Roberta House, if you are finished your session and you don't feel as though you um, are ready to leave, they will allow you to come back for an another session. So you could keep coming back and keep coming back as much as you want. That's beautiful. And how, how did you get into serving people who are grieving? It seems so specific and so unusual for ways for people to give back. No offense to anybody, but I think a lot of people think of volunteering as serving food or writing a check or maybe giving their clothes that they've, they're passing on to someone else. But very few people think about how to help others who are grieving. So how did you get into that? And what appeals to you about about that effort, that work you put in? When I first started at the Roberta House, well, let me go back a little bit. I would always see this building, Roberta's house, and I would often look at it and I kept saying, I wonder what this building is about. One day I'm going to call and see what is this building about. And then a little time had went past and I was walking past it again. I said, this is it. I'm going to see what this building is about. So I called in to the Roberta's line and I inquired about what is the Roberta house? What does it do? What does it do? What is it all about? Given Kelly's information and I reached out to Kelly and she was telling me about everything Roberta house had to offer and the training programs that they had. When I first went into the Roberta house, I didn't go underneath of the volunteer training, I went for the bereavement training and counsel because I wanted to start a bereavement program at my church. So I went through the bereavement training at my church and it was so beautiful. It was very informative. I've learned so much. And then I found out about the volunteer program and I said, I like this Roberta house so much that I'm going to come back and this time, I'm going to go under the volunteer training. So that's exactly what I did. I volunteered. Then it just took off. It took off from there. You know, I loved it. Uh, before the pandemic came, every time I could help, I would help. I was working full time. I was going to school part time. And I was making room for the Roberta house because my passion is to help people. 
I hope other people heard that because you're saying you worked full-time, went to school part-time, had a family life, and you still made time to volunteer. And I just think that's incredible. And to me, it doesn't matter, you know, how many hours you volunteer or what you do as a volunteer. I think everybody can do something. Can you speak to that? What do you think? I honestly believe that people will do anything that you want to do or you have a passion to do. So despite the fact of working a full-time job, despite the fact of going to school part-time, despite the fact of going to church, because I still was going to life class on Wednesdays as well as church on Sundays, Despite the fact of, well, my children are grown, but I do have grandchildren who are uh, around. So I spend a lot of time with my grandchildren. But because I have a passion to help people, because I know what it feels like to suffer great loss, I just make the time to do whatever needs to be done. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. I know, I know grieving is so personal and, um, is there any story that you can share without intruding on anyone's privacy that you can let us, I'll say, have an insight into your experience as you volunteer at Roberta's house with people who are grieving? I have always been one, even as a smaller child I had always loved helping people but as far as the grief process and helping those that went through grief is once I was in the volunteer class and the bereavement class and it makes you think about the times where you have suffered great loss so I know for me you know when I had lost my mom she had passed away back in 05 and you know, some don't realize that grief is a lifetime process. You never get over it. You just learn how to cope with it. So I always kept that in the forefront of my mind, you know, after losing my mom. Well, before I lost my mom, my dad, I had lost my dad at the age of 38, which is really young. And then when I turned 38, my mom passed. So it was a struggle, and uh, my grandmom, she, she passed away as well. But the difference between my mother, my father, and my grandma, my grandmother, we knew that she was sick. So we had time to spend with her up until her passing on. But my mom, she died suddenly, and my dad, he uh, passed out and went to the hospital and never uh, came home from the hospital. And at the time, my dad wanted to, before he passed out, he wanted to talk to me. So I'm sitting there, I'm talking to my dad and I'm looking at my watch like, okay, dad, I got somewhere to go. And he's talking about life stuff and he's talking about me graduating from high school and he's talking about me going to college and I'm listening but I'm really not listening because I have somewhere to go. To make a long story short, shortly after I left, to my understanding, my dad had passed out. 
and he never recovered. But I never made it to the hospital to say goodbye in time. When I got there, he, he had already passed away. So, you know, you just never know. So that guilt, it, it messed with me for years and years and years. So I always promised myself if I ever had the opportunity to help people that were going through any type of loss, that that's what I was going to do. You have such an incredible heart yeah, and thank soul. You. Thank you. I think anybody who needs somebody in, mm-hmm. in any stage of life, especially grieving, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's easy to turn to somebody who's there when somebody is there who understands who's been through it. Yes. I mean, it's not, it's not to speak poorly of anybody because, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't, I, for example, can't relate to some things, but then there are other people who can. And so that's where we all need to come together and help one Mm -hmm. another. Um, But it's, it's just incredible to, uh, to, to have someone, not just you, but volunteers in general who help in this way to be there for those who need the help and when they need it. Because like you said, grieving is a lifelong process. Yes, it is. What words of advice would you give to anyone who might consider volunteering with those who are grieving? You know, and it may be in different ways, whether it's counseling or at the reception's desk, like you mentioned before that you've done in the past. What advice or tips would you give to, to people considering this? It's funny that you asked that question because ever since I have been a part of the Roberta's house, I tell my family members, my church family, my church members, you should be a part of the Roberta house. It's such a wonderful program. Uh, they cater to people who's going through. You get to help people that's going through. And while you're helping people that's going through, it's actually helping you as well. Uh, it's a wonderful program. They have so many different programs. They care. They care about you. It's just phenomenal. They have one of the best volunteer coordinators there ever. Kelly, she really keeps us on our feet. She keeps us busy. And one thing I like about the, the Roberta's house, even through this pandemic, they always call us. They check on us. They set up a line for the volunteers and it's it's like a big support system and I just love it. So when I'm explaining to people, I'm taking all these things in consideration and I'm saying, yeah, you know what? They help you while you're helping someone else. And another thing that the Roberta House do that I love is they teach you self-care because when you're dealing with great loss and traumatic loss and people going through, if you're not careful, it can drain you. So they teach you how to take time out for yourself. They teach you how to go get massages. They have actually have sessions where they give us massages. They have sessions where they set up a room and they light the candles and tell you go in the room and just sit and meditate. And, come, and don't come out until you feel better. And they teach you different ways 
even when you're away from the Roberta house, how to take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're no good for the next person that needs you. You're exactly right. And, and so that self-care is really yes. what you're suggesting for anybody yes. considering volunteering. I would think for really any type of service, but especially for those serving those in need. Are there any messages or is there anything that you would like to be sure that you would like to get across in this opportunity? If I had to encourage anyone on anything that I've learned or why they should be part of the Roberta House, I would say that the Roberta House has taught me how to, number one, come out of my shell. It has taught me how to have a boldness, you know, of helping other people. It has taught me to be sensitive to the level of other people's needs. One of the things that it has taught me and is most important to me is that it takes a special heart full of love and a heart that's not selfish to serve and meet the level of those who are going through grief need. Because if you don't have a love to serve, it won't be done properly. If you're selfish, it won't be done properly. So I would just say, you have to have a love for the people that you serve. So serving those who are grieving is truly a, a serious way to give back. It is. Your service, Celinda, is serious and moving and meaningful for everybody who encounters you. Here's what I'm trying to get at, Celinda, is you volunteer here in a very serious way, meaningful way for a lot of people Mm -hmm. at, I'll say, very specific times in their lives. Mm -hmm. And we want to celebrate you because of this and because of who you are and how you choose to serve. What do you consider is is a respectful way for us to celebrate you and others like you without diminishing any part of it because we honor you and value what you do. I just don't want anybody, I don't want you or anybody thinking that grieving is a personal and intimate thing for so many. Mm -hmm. And I want to celebrate you for all you're doing appropriately. So how would you coach me or others, maybe friends, to be positive about celebrating people who volunteer? Okay, what I would say is, you know, they have a great program called the Roberta's House. And at this program, at the Roberta House, you get to serve those who have suffered loss. I I know that you would make a very good candidate to to volunteer. And I would tell them that for me, as long as at the end of the day, 
I have the joy of knowing that somehow I have brightened someone's day, whether it was something that I said, whether it was something that I've done, whether it's a word of encouragement, whether it was any act of kindness, whether it was motivation, a challenge, or just a deed that was well done, you know, that, that gives me a sense of kudos, you know, for myself, because it's, it's, it's not about me. It's not about what someone can do for me. It's about what I can do for someone else. You know, Roberta House has this model, and it's I care for you, you care for me, and we care for each other. And that program lives up to just what that model says. It's really phenomenal and incredible. Well, it sounds like a lot of the programs and a lot of the people with Roberta's house are incredible. Yes, they are. They are. Well, what would you suggest or how would you suggest for someone anywhere around the country who wants to volunteer for Roberta's house or any other organization involved with uh, serving those in grief? What would you suggest for them to do as their first steps to get involved? The first step would be to actually look up the Roberta's house. They, They have an excellent website as well. You can go onto their website and anything you're looking for, volunteer programs, Camp Aaron, how they got started. Everything that you need to get started is on their website. And I would just encourage anyone to just check their website out because I can almost assure you once you check it out, you're going to want to be a part of it. Sounds like your family has been on both sides of yes. Roberta's house, both in the giving and the receiving yes. of the service there. Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Have you found that to be true for many uh, volunteers? Do they tend to go through the program as a client first and then, and then follow through and continuing service as a volunteer? Yes. The majority of us as volunteers have went through the client side and came over to the volunteer side. Or some have came on on the volunteer side. They actually work for the Roberta's house now and they started out as volunteers. I think that's great. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, what better way than to, to volunteer than to be paid to volunteer? Correct. I find for a lot of volunteers, once you become part of the Roberta's house, you're there for the long haul. Just really love, you know, what you do, love helping people, love being there for people, love sharing your stories as they share their stories with you. Because it works both ways. Because I know when I first went, there was time where the clients would be sharing. And it made me compelled to be compelled to share what I was going through. So while they were being helped, it was actually helping me as well. I can imagine that. And that's part of Mm. volunteering. You give of yourself and then surprise, you benefit 
because I believe we are, we're all here to help each other anyway. I think so too. Well, I can't thank you enough for your time and your heart, Celinda. Thank you so much for sharing yourself today. And I hope that everybody listening can just experience someone like Celinda in sometime in their life. Thank you for the experience. Thank you for sharing your stories and your insights and your passion. Thank you, Celinda. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Doing Good Podcast. Follow us online at Doing Good TV on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, or YouTube. Together, we are celebrating those who do good.